Hey everyone, this is John Mauser. I'm a fishing guide and a rod builder on the Crystal Coast of North Carolina. I'm using this podcast to build a relationship with all of you and to tell some stories along the way that will hopefully entertain, educate, and inspire everyone who's listening. This is the True Tales Podcast Show. How's it going, everybody? This is John Mauser, and this is the intro episode for the True Tales Fly Fishing Podcast Show. I've been doing fly fishing stuff for a long time now, uh, but we're just now getting around to uh, doing a podcast show. It's been something that I've been really interested in doing for about a year now, uh, but between being just extremely busy with other things and the awkwardness of talking into a microphone by myself. Um, I've been able to find enough excuses to push this thing off, but you know, there's a, uh, there's a saying that says the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. And the second best time to plant a tree is right now. So hopefully starting this episode off where we're planting a seed and hopefully it's going to grow into a, a tree that lives for a long time and, and helps a bunch of people out. So here goes nothing. I just figured I would start off with a little bit of info about me, and then we'll talk about the podcast real quick. That way you guys have an idea of what you can expect with the upcoming shows that we're going to do. So about me, you know, I've lived in North Carolina since I was three years old. I started fishing probably when I was five years old, and that was freshwater fishing with my dad in northeastern North Carolina. On the Chowan River mostly, cypress stumps and lily pads and you know, bluegill and pumpkin seeds under the lily pads and the occasional bass. Uh, That was kind of my start to fishing, my introduction to it. Got into bass fishing, you know, a few years later. When I was 10, I picked up my first fly rod, a little fly rod kit, and got into throwing little foam spiders and Betts poppers along those same lily pads for, for bluegill and bass. You know, something that was just really exciting to me. It was just a new way to fish and really got into that. And then the next exciting thing that happened to me was you know, around the time I was 12 years old, my uncles um, got me into saltwater fishing. And so they were up on the Ch- lower Chesapeake Bay and they introduced me to spot and croaker and flounder and speckled trout, um, sheep's head and spade fish. The, the great striped bass runs that the lower Chesapeake used to have. Um, so that was just, you know, opened up another world for me. So You know, from the time I was 12 on, you know, growing up in my teenage years, I spent a lot of times either up there with them on the lower Chesapeake or on the outer banks of North Carolina pursuing saltwater fish and still freshwater fishing at the same time, you know, on my local Chowan River. I ended up going to school in Wilmington, North Carolina for marine biology. I was always, always obsessed with fish and anything underwater. So, you know, I was trying to find a way to turn my obsession into a lifelong career. So that's why I went to UNC Wilmington with that. That ended up leading me into an 18-year career with uh, public aquariums in North Carolina. So it went from being a kid with, you know, a bunch of fish tanks in my room to being an adult, being responsible for fish tanks that weren't measured in the tens of gallons, but they were measured in the tens of thousands of gallons. So 
that career led me to moving to our current hometown of Swansboro, North Carolina in uh, 2004. And through meeting a few people up here in 2005, I got really interested in saltwater fly fishing. And again, just, you know, opened up a new world, went from freshwater fishing to freshwater fly fishing to saltwater fishing to now I'm saltwater fly fishing. And, uh, you know, the, the possibilities were endless at that point. It was, it was almost like starting over again. Uh, so much new stuff to explore and, and, and ways to catch fish. A few years later in 2012, um, just through my love of fishing, I, I started and need of some extra cash uh, because we, we had one child at that point. We're hoping to have another and we're trying to pay for daycare. I started my guide service, which is a tailing tide guide service. So launched that in 2012. It was originally just supposed to be like a weekend or holiday side hustle to make some extra cash uh, so we could afford to go out to eat once a month. Um, but that grew from there because it was a niche type of guide service and nobody else was offering fly fishing, saltwater fly fishing in our area. In 2013, got together with two other people and started a local project healing waters fly fishing program here locally on the Crystal Coast. And that was an eye opener for me because, you know, everything up until then with fly fishing had been kind of selfish. It was self-centered. You know, even the guide service, I mean, the point of that was I'm taking people fishing and showing them a good time. But the the purpose of that at that point in my life was to make money, you know, so I could pay bills and and do a few things. You know, when we started Project Healing Waters here, it was an eye opener because we brought in these disabled veterans, um, a lot of people without much hope. And we used fly tying and fly rod building and fly fishing trips and uh, building a community of other people who had been through the same experiences with them. <clears throat> and we introduced this thing to them that was uh, life-changing for them, gave them hope. And, uh, and I know it saved a few lives in that program. So, you know, all of a sudden I realized that, wow, this thing that I've got a little bit of skill in, I can actually use this to help people out instead of just helping myself out. So that was, that was quite, kind of an awakening for me back in, in 2013. The following year, uh, I was approached by a few friends who were looking to restart an older charity event here on the Crystal Coast called the Cape Lookout Albacore Festival. And we'd gotten the blessing from the the original group to restart that program and, and focus it as a, a three-day charity event to raise money for Project Healing Waters to help, help those disabled veterans. So a, again, it was another way that we could use fly fishing and just fishing in general to to help people out and make people's lives better. And that's a three-day event that, you know, it's a, it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday event. And the Thursday is just dedicated to bringing in veterans from all over the United States uh, who fly fish and introducing them, you know, taking them from catching 12-inch trout to, to catching 15-pound tunas on a fly rod and maybe a 200-pound shark, you know. So um, just showing those guys a good time and then spending the, the following two days through the fishing tournament and um, captain's parties and auctions and, and things like that to raise money. And then we donate all of the proceeds from that to Project Healing Waters to, to help further their their programs and their mission. In 2017, I started a USA-made fly rod company here in Swansboro. It's the biggest undertaking I've done in my life. Um, it's the hardest thing I've done, and it's one of the most fulfilling things I've done. So, you know, 
what led to it was just unfulfillment with my career uh, with the aquariums and deciding that I was no longer going to pursue that um, for the rest of my career. And I was going to, you know, make a huge change in my life, mainly for my own mental well-being and my own happiness and my family's own happiness. So started the, the rod company in 2017 and we're continuing to grow the rod company. Um, it is a lot of work, but it is extremely fulfilling. In 2019, I got a couple of my guide buddies here in Swansboro together, and we started something called the Carolina Fly Fishing Academy. And that is, you know, one and two day weekend events. There, there are classes that uh, take people who maybe just need to, you know, who saltwater fly fish and just want a little bit more info and a little help, or people who are freshwater anglers who want to get into saltwater fly fishing or complete beginners. And we teach them in and outs of saltwater fly fishing in the Southeast. So it's everything from classroom uh, PowerPoints on, you know, how different fly line tapers work or, or choosing the right flies to, to mimic certain baits here in the Southeast United States. It could be uh, leader tying sessions where we're hand tying leaders. It can be casting practice on, you know, teaching the double haul out, you know, in the, in the yard it could be putting them on the front of a skiff and uh, and going through different scenarios on how you would cast to a tailing redfish versus a school of blitzing albacore. So we try to cover all those different things, and and that's something that that I really love doing. Um, it all goes right back into the the education part of fly fishing and and helping people out. And uh, we're hoping to continue to grow that in the coming years and make that something bigger and better for a lot of people who who could use a little bit of help you know, and and a little bit of our experience, hopefully we can translate that into something and and shorten the learning curve for those guys. And then in early 2021, I finally was able to get everything to the point where I could walk away from that aquarium career and uh, just leave some toxic stuff that was not fulfilling me in life. And now I'm full-time pursuing my career as a saltwater fly fishing guide here in North Carolina. And uh, full-time pursuing the the fly rod company Mauser Fly Fishing. So that's where I'm at right now in life. And so, heck, why not? Let's do a podcast too. But why do I want to do a podcast? Like, I love helping people. You know, it's just, whether it's through guiding, uh, whether it's through Project Healing Waters and the Disabled Vets, if it's doing casting lessons, doing the Albacore Festival Tournament, the rod company building a rod that somebody's going to go out and, you know, make some awesome memories with. Or the, the Fly Fishing Academy with the, the weekend schools where we teach people stuff. To me, honestly, I get the most fulfillment, fulfillment in life, not on doing things for myself, but in, in helping other people. You know, And that's a two-way street where it's kind of selfish because I'm making myself feel great about what I'm doing in life. But at the same time, I'm helping other people out. So it's not a bad deal. I think this is just another route to reach out to all of you guys to spread information and help people out. And I love blogging. I love writing articles. Um, but sometimes I feel like when I'm using the written word and, and typing something out, it doesn't always translate my feelings accurately. Or that the the listener or the viewer, the person who's reading it, maybe they're not reading it exactly the way I meant for that energy or emotion to be transferred. Um, I love being able to directly speak to people. And since I can't have all of you guys right in front of me to talk or maybe not have you guys on the front of the boat, you know, on a fishing trip to talk, I figure this is the next best thing. I can talk to you guys through this microphone. 
send it out through the internet and uh, hopefully be able to to transfer some of the uh, energy and excitement, some of the love I have for the sport to you guys through this podcast. And also want to do it to build relationships with all of you. There's a little bit of selfishness in what I'm doing here. You know, I'm hoping this allows me to build a personal relationship with you, one where you guys can know me better, uh, one where you can trust me. You know, the people who come fish on my skiff every single year or multiple times a year, the repeat anglers who I've built relationships with, that's why they come. It's, you know, it's not necessarily because fishing is guaranteed to be great every trip because it's not. It's because we've built a relationship and because we trust each other. And it's the same thing with the rod company. You know, I'm competing against legacy companies that have been around for 50 plus years. They have huge followings. You know, I can build a rod that's just as good quality and fit and finish and performance as those rods. But the only way to really build a following when you're competing with those other brands is to build relationships with people on an individual basis. That's absolutely the best way to to grow a business. Um, So I'm trying to do that here too. I'm trying to build relationships with you guys, whether we've never met, whether we will meet in the future or whether we may never meet in person. I still want to have a a friendship with you guys. I think people support their friends. So I want to help you guys out and maybe, you know, it'll turn around and karma will work out. And in the long run, maybe you guys will, a few of you guys will help me out too. And uh, we can all help each other out. What is this podcast going to be about? Like I mentioned a minute ago, I wanted to be focused on fishing, not not specifically fly fishing, but a lot of the stuff is going to relate more to fly fishing probably, but it's worth a listen if, if you've never picked up a fly rod, if you just fish conventional. I want to use stories uh, and experiences to educate you guys, to entertain you, and also to inspire you to go out and live your best life with a fly rod in hand. I don't want this to be about what's the best fast action eight weight for bonefish in the Bahamas. I don't want this to be about, you know, my favorite lure for springtime redfish. I don't want it to be about my favorite color albacore fly. Um, I want it to be, I don't want it to be about specific locations or specific fisheries maybe or like how to fish those specific fisheries. Um, There's already enough of that out there. There's already enough podcast articles, blogs, YouTube videos. There's just enough info out there about specific stuff. I want this to be more about our experiences on the water and lessons learned through trial and error. And I want it to be about, you know, our love for the sport and about our love for fly fishing in particular and how it's changed our lives. Starting off, you're mostly going to be hearing from me. But I think down the road as we progress, I'd really like to bring in some of my fly fishing buddies, some of my fly fishing guide friends, and do some roundtable discussions on certain topics. And hopefully we'll be doing some interviews too with other people down the road. But I don't want it to be specifically one type of thing. I don't want it to be just an interview show or just a roundtable show. There's a lot of podcasts out there. I want to work to find our voice and our niche as a fly fishing podcast. And I want to try to build our own path here. Um, I don't really, I really don't want us to sound like a copy of anything else that's currently out there. So that'll take a little bit of time to find our, you know, our little 
nook and cranny in the in the podcasting world, but I think we can do it. So I think that's about it. I just want to say thank you guys for listening, and I, I really appreciate the support. I'm hoping what myself and others on this podcast show do are going to be things that bring value to you. Um, if you guys have any questions or suggestions, do not hesitate to contact me um, on social media. And just You can find me under Tailing Tide or Captain John Mauser. Um, or if you want to email me, um, for now, I think the best thing to do is just hit, be hit me up at john at tailingtideguideservice.com and just email me and I'll, I'll get right back with you. And then lastly, uh, but probably most importantly, if you guys enjoy the show, um, you'd be doing us a huge favor if you would share it with all your friends. Um, just help spread the word and help us grow this and we'll see where it goes from there. So thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. And we'll talk to you soon.